0: Hi, my name is Chris Hetherington. I'm the founder and CEO of Peels. What I love about beauty is it comes from the inside out. And it's very important to have a daily routine for your inner beauty and your outer appearance.
1: From New York City, you're listening to Beauty Is Your Business, covering the intersection of innovation and business in the beauty industry. Hi, welcome to Beauty is Your Business. I'm Denise Dente, the co-host for today's show. And we're excited about the opportunity to speak with our guest today. We are coming to you transatlantically. I'm actually in Italy, and I believe Jessica is back in the US. Jessica, did you make it home from your European trip?
2: I did. I've been home for about three days. So I just returned from Scandinavia, Norway, Met some great clients there, got to see the Norwegian market after a few years, and then over to Denmark. And same thing, being able to see these markets again, what's been two years of not being in the European market. So it's been a really good time to get out. Plus, the weather's perfect. How is it in Italy, Denise? Oh, it's incredible.
1: They say that there could be rain tomorrow, but looking outside, I don't think it's coming.
2: Fantastic. It's a, an amazing time of year to go to Europe. The beauty scene is always hopping, which we love. New stores are opening, new brands are coming on the market. So just the ability to get out and see what's really happening with our own eyes and hitting the streets, like we like to say, is such an important part of being part of this industry.
1: Agreed. So for today's show, it's really got me thinking a lot about innovation and what's happening in the innovation world, and especially being out and about in Europe and seeing some of the new things Kind of reminds me of that quote from Jeff Bezos, and I think it's very apropos for this particular podcast. And he said, I believe you have to be willing to be misunderstood if you're going to innovate. And I think for today's show, that quote itself really does give us a good jumping off point for talking to our guests today. And really what we're going to be buzzing about is a new kind of CBD and a new type of innovation that this brand is bringing to the marketplace. And I think it's really exciting. So our guest today is Chris Hetherington, and he's got a background that is just unbelievable. He's a graduate of Yale. He played 11 years for the NFL for a variety of teams. And now he is the founder and CEO of Peels. So welcome, Chris.
0: Thanks for having me. It's it's a joy to be here.
1: Well, tell us a little bit about Peels to kick us off. Just can I know about the brand, but our audience I'm sure would love to hear about it.
0: yeah, so Peels is to your point a new kind of CBD. We came to the market a couple of years ago to really make CBD accessible to more people and and to do that, there needed to be some innovation, so focusing on purity and consistency and Its kind of proximity to THC was very important to us. Also, which was among our top priorities, was was sustainability and environmental impact. So, our CBD, Denise, is derived from the terpenes and citrus peels. It's a proprietary technology called cyclic terpene assembly, but we are certified THC free, certified pesticide free and received the Purity Award from Clean Label Project. So we're the purest CBD on the market. As you can see, we have a wonderful brand we've built, really exceptional packaging that stands out. And so for us, Our goal is to make an impact and make the amazing benefits of CBD accessible to more people. And you guys hear me say this all the time, but 60% of the workforce has some kind of drug screening, can't take CBD. You know, first responders, military pilots, teachers, et cetera. So we have an amazing mission. We got a great team now. We got a bunch of supportive investors, and so we're excited about the future, and we're excited to, you know, help more people and kind of do our job in, you know, solving this CBD equation, if you will, right? This stigma, and we're taking the side of transparency, of safety, of purity, of consistency, and so we have a great opportunity. We're having a lot of fun doing it.
2: You take orange peels and the terpenes you have a innovative process in which you're able to make this pure CBD is it as effective as CBD that we get from the normal cannabis plant
0: it is so it's molecularly identical Jessica or bio-identical to hemp cannabis derived CBD it acts in the body in the same way and has the same benefits but It has no association with hemp or cannabis whatsoever. It's pure crystalline CBD that's really unmatched in purity and safety. And In our case, with our products, taste, right? But yeah, it's the same exact molecule, but it's produced time in and time out with this purity and this consistency that really is unmatched in the market.
2: You talked about taste, and I have to say that is, for me, one of the big drawbacks is that hemp taste or that very earthy taste. So what with peels and being made from orange peels, I'm assuming it's got an orange taste. Is that something different? And do you get any of that kind of earthiness in it?
0: No, I mean, it was important for us as a brand to have a consistent taste profile, right? And all of our products taste like an orange creamsicle, which is really unlike anything in the market. So our raw CBD is odorless and tasteless in this raw form, which is very unique in itself. And so you know, with our product forms, we can mix with exceptional ingredients. ingredients and and create this taste profile and it was important for us to stay on brand right to have all of our products taste like this orange creamsicle so our gummies are, are amazing our immunity shots literally taste like an orange creamsicle in a bottle Our oil, so our CBD oil is just this pure crystalline CBD and organic MCT oil and then a a creamsicle flavor. And then our night oil is obviously the same formula as as our CBD oil, but with some melatonin added. So, yeah, everything is on brand and that it tastes like an orange creamsicle, which is, you know, for us, the consumer experience is everything. And, you know, I've tried, gosh, probably 60 brands or more it's just really hard to mask that hemp or marijuana aftertaste. And so with us, it's all about the consumer experience and quality of the products and efficacy, et cetera.
1: So CBD is obviously been around for quite a while. In fact, the history of it is super interesting. It's been around for a very long time. But there's also, as you mentioned earlier, some stigma around it. Who can use it? When can they use it? All of those types of things. And you're really carving a new... Way of doing CBD. So, how are you forging new ground and able to overcome the stigma, if you will, of CBD?
0: You know, we focus on this every day, as you know. And, you know, I'll give you an example. My mom is 82 years old. She's been unfortunately in pain and has inflammation arthritis for the last, you know, several decades. And Her initial reaction when I told her two years ago is like, Oh, am I going to get high from rubbing CBD cream on your knees? So there's a lot of education that goes into what we're trying to accomplish on our mission here. And so We're very focused on education. Why CBD? You know, why CBD from orange peels? And then, you know, the million dollar question everybody asks is, how do you get CBD from orange peels? And so that's really the focus of our marketing and advertising efforts and getting on platforms like this to explain, like, look, we're the new kind of CBD. We're the pure, safe alternative we're making this amazing molecule or or cannabinoid accessible to more people by guaranteeing no THC is ever present. And our process is significantly more sustainable. We're very focused on environmental impact. And so so the quick answer is it's all about education. It's all about, you know, educating the consumers on the benefits of CBD. and, And more importantly, like why we're the best alternative out there. Why we're the purest, safest CBD on the market.
2: Denise mentioned a little bit about your background and obviously 11 years in the NFL. I have to imagine that was maybe one of the catalysts as to where you went looking for CBD products. You mentioned, I think you said you tried over 60 brands. So I would love to understand with your background and being in the NFL and and not just the physical toll it takes on you, but the mental toll as well really, what was it that drove you? What were you looking for in the marketplace? And what were the benefits that you were hoping to achieve? And then how did you end up finding and coming across this amazing process of taking CBD from orange peels?
0: Yeah. I mean, look, I I played football for 26 years and 11 professionally. And as you can imagine, I have my fair share of pain and inflammation and sleep problems, et cetera. So you know, and I've been very transparent about this over the last couple of years. You know, when I played in the NFL, it wasn't too difficult to get pain medications and and sleep medications. And the reality is they're, they're very toxic, right? They're bad for you. And so I've always been obsessed with optimizing my health and performance, my mental and physical well-being in the most safe, natural ways. And and look I'm I'm not a THC or a hemp guy and so when I found out about this technology that you can derive CBD from orange peels you know obviously my first thing was to try the product and and I was blown away by the taste but more importantly by the efficacy and how well it worked for me and so I knew we had something and and the key is to you know like every brand you got to build the foundation of a good brand you got to bring on a good team and and you know hire the right agencies and look it's marketing and advertising CBD, as you guys know, is difficult. And so we have to do our job every day and wake up and kind of show the market that, you know, we are the new kind of CBD and you can get all these benefits of CBD, but without the quote unquote junk, if you will, right? So we don't use any class one or two solvents. And like I said, no pesticides, no toxic impurities. And so at the end of the day, consumers want to take Products that work, but also the consumer experience has to be good, and so that's that's really what we're focused on. You know, we started the brand a couple of years ago. We really just turned the marketing engine on a couple of months ago. It was important for us to find the agencies that have been able to solve these pain points in marketing and advertising CBD. And look, I'm gonna be honest with you. When when I first got involved, we thought, oh, you know, no marketing restrictions, no advertising restrictions, no banking restrictions, and I believe that shouldn't be the case, but it's just not, right? So we have to do a good job of telling the story of really uh, having exceptional brand ambassadors that provide credibility. And, and the key is to get products in people's hands. So it's all, like I said earlier, it's all about education. It's all about discovery and trial. And when people try our products, they love them. It's just uh, the kind of master plan is to try to get in as many people's hands as possible and build this loyal community of Peels advocates.
1: Jessica and I always talk about, you know, the founders of a company and the spokespeople that they end up becoming and how important that is. But there's the other side to it as well, which is being a CEO of a company like Peels and coming from the background of playing on a team and now being a CEO front of the house, leading a team. What do you think your CEO superpower is?
0: I think from the product side, it, my personal founder story is authentic, right? Like CBD, or more specifically peels, has changed my life. Like I wake up every day at 4.30 and take care of my mental and, and physical well-being, but you know, I have a lot of pain, I mean, a lot of injuries, a lot of uh, chronic pain. And so CBD legitimately has changed my life and peels. And so that's a very authentic founder story. I wake up every day and take peels religiously, and I take it throughout the day. And so those are the stories I try to tell, like, look, I am the consumer, but there's a lot of people like me. You don't have to be a professional athlete to be living in pain or or have sleep issues, et cetera. So I think the things I learned from playing sports is teamwork and culture and hard work and sacrifices and running a business or starting a business, as you guys know, is it's hard. It's a lot of work. But if you do it with the right people and you surround yourself with the right partners, you know, you're going to give yourself the best chance. And so, you know, there's always changes and evolutions throughout the life cycle of a business. But it's very important for me, like I said, to have good character people involved, people that really believe in the brand, people that know their roles and responsibilities. And then as a leader, you got to empower people to, to do their job, you know, and be great. I think the things I learned from a professional athlete is like you wake up every day and try to be great at what you do. And that carries into other aspects of life, being a dad, being a husband. You know, if you wake up and, and try to do the right thing and work hard and make sacrifices and be disciplined, then you're giving yourself the best chance.
2: So you talked about incorporating CBD as part of your everyday wellness and your, you said you take it religiously. I think that's one of the big questions. and points of confusion for a lot of consumers that how much do I take and when do I take it? And, you know, how long till I start to see results? Am I, is it something like an aspirin and I'm taking it and I'm going to see it immediately, the pain go away. I also think CBD is a really important wellness supplement. And so, you know, I know the answer to that is actually no, but I'd love to hear from you. How do you think about how you dose for it? What are you looking for in your daily wellness? In order to maximize all those aspects of your life how do you become you know as a better leader as a better father and a husband how is cbd supporting that
0: look the key with cbd as you mentioned jessica is dosage and it's hard right everything is personalized and so our recommendation is to kind of start slow and and increase as needed so me personally I'm a little bigger guy. I'm 225 pounds, so I wake up every day and take one full dropper of our oil, which is about 34 milligrams. And that took me some time in testing. You know, I have this Whoop band, which is a biometric wearable that tracks my sleep and my recovery and my activity. But you know, and then the other key is to be consistent with your use. So. The thing with CBD is you're not going to drink one of our immunity shots and and feel an immediate impact or effect, right? You know, it takes time to react in your endocannabinoid system and your receptors, et cetera. So the key is to be consistent with your use, with dosage. The key is to trial and, and figure out what dosage works for you. And again, our, our recommendation is to start small or slow and increase as needed. Like I said, I take... 34 milligrams of our oil in the morning. I take a few gummies in the afternoon when I need them. And then at night, I take uh, our CBD night oil, which I said is our original CBD oil plus melatonin. And then I may take a gummy or two just because they're so delicious. That is the program that's worked well for me. I legitimately have not taken an Advil or an anti-inflammatory or a sleep medication in two and a half years. And you know, look. That's why I'm doing this, and and that's why I'm trying to share this story because prescription meds are are dangerous and they're toxic. And so, so again, we're we're trying to make CBD accessible to more people. We're focused on the purity side and the safety side and quality side. And like I said, those are the stories I'm trying to tell all day. And look, our target demographic. You know, the blessing and the curse with pills, as you know, is is it could be for everybody, right? But You know, as a company, you really got to focus on strategies to to identify your key personas and your super customers. And then, you know, once we build this community, we think it'll spread like wildfire. That's dosage and routine, if you will. I mean, CBD should definitely be part of your daily wellness routine. It's worked beautifully for me.
1: From a business point of view, we're talking about CBD and let's face it, there is a lot of CBD out there from, you know, people making small batches creatively all the way through to very large companies that are publicly traded. And in an environment like this, where the barrier to market is very low, how do you navigate through that as a CEO?
0: You're right. There's a lot of companies out there. Look, I think that's a sign of of CBD works, right? We all know the, the superpowers of CBD, but our focus is to be the new kind of CBD, the trusted, the safe, the pure CBD. And so, And from a consumer experience uh, standpoint, as you can see, our packaging is beautiful and the overall consumer experience is beautiful. Everything's kind of on brand, but the way to separate yourself from the competition and with hemp or cannabis derived CBD, I wouldn't say it's all the same stuff, but it's pretty much all the same stuff, right? There's various extraction methods and there's, there's isolate and broad spectrum and full spectrum, et cetera. But for us, it was just trying to, create the purest form of CBD and to guarantee no THC or pesticides or toxins are ever present. And that's how you separate yourself you know there's a lot of frustration in the market denise about you know and i talk to retailers all the time and they get frustrated pulling products off shelves because of the labeling you know i i read an article where 60% of the brands out there are mislabeled in in their product packaging and so retailers are frustrated because they're either more thc than advertised or less cbd than advertised so we're going the opposite route we mean what we say and and are going to do what we mean right so If we say there's a thousand milligrams in there, we're getting all of our products tested by third-party accredited labs. You know, Eurofins is a great partner of ours. And so we're very transparent and we want people to trust us. So we want to be that trusted, you know, CBD brand in the market. And oh, by the way, there's absolutely no TC, you know, no pesticides, no toxins. And so it's all about being the trusted partner. It's all about being transparent and there's ways to do that every single day.
2: It does seem that a lot of the consumer perception in the marketplace is around the fact that their CBD is highly regulated. Listening to you talk and knowing the information that Denise and I know, you know, we know this space pretty well now with CBD and on the marketing and sales side, and it's actually not as regulated as many people believe. And I know we talk about some of the things like The banking protocols and, you know, being able to now have a CBD company or have a dispensary and those types of things. But that's not the same thing. In fact, what I found so surprising over the last couple of months in doing just research and understanding this space is that it really isn't regulated. The FDA isn't going in and looking at these labs yet. Hopefully, obviously, we get there. And so it sounds like that is where, like Denise mentioned, somebody's making it any way they want. And then there's companies that, of course, are making it the right way. But that's what's adding to this confusion is anybody can kind of put this out. And yet it's not actually as regulated as the general public thinks. It doesn't have somebody you know, looking over it and, and really making sure that it's pure and that it's safe. And I know that certificate of analysis is always a really great way. If you go to a website and you click on their COAs, you can definitely see where the product is made and how safe it is. And for a consumer, they should do that. But can you help us understand really that perception, why and how the consumer thinks that it's actually regulated, but it really isn't as much as we think?
0: The thing is, it's really gray, Jessica. This is very gray. And, you know, with the 2018 farm bill, they technically made, you know, hemp derived products legal with less than 0.3% THC. So that was a big move, you know, for regulation. But I think a lot of people are still kind of waiting on the sidelines and looking for more clarity including retailers right and if you look at the trends in the market you know a lot of these big cpg companies or even big pharma you know are waiting on the sidelines for for further clarity on regulation so you know retailers are are hesitant right the way we position ourselves to retailers, like, look, we have your solution, right? If you guys are nervous about hemp or cannabis derived CBD and the quality of these products and the transparency of these brands, like, we have your solution right here. And so those have been great conversations. I do think something needs to happen here. Certainly for the, for the other CBD brands, something needs to happen to kind of open this up and give consumers more confidence, if you will, right? The way we're trying to gain confidence through our consumers or with our consumers, like I said, is is all about quality and safety and transparency. So I think we have a long ways to go. I'm very hopeful over the next year that there'll be a, a little more clarity. I'm also hopeful we'll be in a very good position when that happens to, to maximize our opportunity even more so than we're doing now.
1: I do think you bring up an interesting point about the industry in general, and would love to get your thoughts around this idea of the whole industry trying to work together, because maybe it's because I'm in Italy right now and seeing the wine industry and how the wine industry kind of all works together, or you can look at something like the eggs, eggs, milk, Raisin, the California Raisin Council at one time had kind of come together and banded together to help get more consumer awareness and so forth. So how do you see this all working with CBD? Because there are so many individual players versus as an industry.
0: Yeah, I think we have to do a good job of separating these cannabinoids, right? Separating CBD from THC because... You know, as you guys know, THC is a cannabinoid that gets you high and CBD is not. The interesting thing is through the traditional extraction methods, it's almost impossible to remove all trace amounts of THC for other CBD brands. And so that's really what we're hanging our hat on. THC is never involved in our process. It's impossible to test positive for a drug test when you take pills because like I said, it's never involved in the process. So I'm a fan of the CBD space in general. Obviously, I think our brand is really the, you know, the standout innovator in this space. And I think going forward, you're going to see some more emphasis on semi-synthetics and biosynthetics and all that stuff. So, The CBD kind of space in general needs to all support each other. I think there's going to be a lot of consolidation in the market over the next year or two. That's just a reality. And I think the strong will survive. And we plan on being one of the strong that survives. And... And we're going to do that by, like I said, just being transparent and doing the right thing day in and day out, having the best command partners, having the best quality control partners, having the best research and development partners, you know, having the best lab testing partners, because that's that's what you do to stand out. And that's what you do to prove to consumers that you're doing the right thing and you have the consumer's interest in mind. At the end of the day, we want to help people you know, we want to make these products a part of your daily wellness ritual and they should be right. But certainly, you know, the government or the FDA is not making it easy on us. And and these platforms like Facebook and Instagram, they're not making it easy on us. And me personally, and maybe I was naive in the beginning here, but I said, like, we're the solution, right? We shouldn't be put in, put in the same bucket as other CBD companies that are advertising a certain percentage of THC and they have significantly more. Like, we should be put in a separate category. And you know, look, I rack my brain every day trying to figure out how we do that through, through lobbyists and lawyers on our side that have good relationships with the FDA. And you know, there's only been one product, as you know, approved by the FDA, it's Epidiolex. But, um, you know, look, my goal is to have peels approved by the FDA because it's safe, it's pure, it's effective, and, and consumers love it. So there's a lot of big goals we have ahead. But I think the space in general needs to come together. I think the government needs to step up and do their part to, you know, have consumers gain confidence by providing clarity on regulation. And hopefully that will happen. But either way, we're marching forward. You know, we're always waking up every day, separating ourselves and focusing on our brand values and the things that are important to us.
2: Yeah, it definitely feels like this whole industry needs to come together. And so love being able to use this platform to talk more about this and get people more connected any way that we can. I'm really curious, knowing the challenges in this specific space, and starting a brand new company and in an innovative way, how was that going out and fundraising? Can you walk us through a little bit of what that process was like for you? Did you find yourself constantly explaining the opportunity for CBD or did you find that a lot of your investors really already saw it and were excited to work with you?
0: I think it's a combination of both. We have a lot of great investors involved in Peel's and a lot of strategic investors in in Peel's. And I will say most of them know CBD and know the opportunity to have an innovative product like this. And, you know, both here domestically and internationally, right? There's a lot of international opportunities that we're pursuing because of the quality and purity of our products and and having no guaranteeing no THC. But uh, I would say it's a combination, Jess, but most of our investors knew about CBD and know me and are confident in our mission here. You know, raising money is, it's always difficult, right? And we're in a difficult environment right now. What's going on with the economy and inflation and the rates, and it's always a challenge. But investors are always interested in in finding and supporting good opportunities with good management and good people behind it and great innovation behind it. So that's worked well for us. We've been successful in raising money. And as you guys know, you're always raising money as a startup. And look, we're working hard on setting up milestones here of what we're trying to achieve over the next 12 months and 24 months. And and then you can go out and raise money at a at a very healthy valuation. But But in the short term, we're just we're so focused on brand awareness, you know, getting our brand out there, getting our products in people's hands in any way we can, and building a community of of loyal Peels advocates that are gonna recommend our products to their parents or their friends or their family. And so, and that's how you do it. And then, you know, on the ambassador side and the influencer marketing side. It's important for us to align with, with these ambassadors that authentically have the same values as we do as a brand, that, that love our products, that you know, are good people, and more importantly, obviously, that reach our target demographic of the consumers that we're looking to acquire, if you will, and help.
1: Yeah, that is such a good mission to be on, is helping people stay healthier, feel better. And like you said in the beginning, when you have all of those things into place, you'll look better, you'll feel better, and beauty does come from the inside out. So we do want to thank you very much for your time today. And if people do want to reach out to you, how can they learn more about peels or reach out to you and so forth?
0: Yeah. So our our website is www.peels.com. Our Instagram is at getpeels. My personal Instagram is cheth44, C-H-E-T-H-44. I'm also on LinkedIn, Chris Hetherington. We encourage people to check out our website. We encourage people to follow us on social. Our our content is getting better daily. And, and look, we have great products. And, and again, we want to help people. So the more we can spread the word, the more of an impact we can make.
1: So I would be remiss if I didn't ask this question, at least at the end. What teams have you played on?
0: I technically played for six teams. I I was a college free agent. I played quarterback at Yale, and they made me a fullback in the NFL. So I signed originally in 1996 as a college free agent in Cincinnati Bengals and then I got moved to Indianapolis in week eight of my rookie year. I played in Indianapolis for three years for the Colts. I was with the Carolina Panthers for three years, I played for the St. Louis Rams for one year, then the Oakland Raiders for two years, and then the San Francisco 49ers for two years. So I had a really fun career, a lot of great experiences, met a lot of really wonderful people. And like we talked about earlier, the things I've learned from being a professional athlete have really helped me you know, in my professional career. And that's really how I try to focus on team and culture and empowering people etc so it's been a lot of fun I, I look back and i have these conversations people ask me if they'll allow my son to play tackle football and it's it's hard for me to to take away the opportunity to experience what i experience the chances of playing professional sports are almost zero but the key is to teach your kid the game to teach them to have fun And and it's a violent game it is it's it's a crazy game You know, I played till I was 34 years old, but I wouldn't change a thing. I I really enjoyed it. I'm glad to be using my brain in other ways now, for sure.
2: It's such a good metaphor for life because life is crazy, right? And it is vicious and violent. And so I think the fact that you were able to take so many great learnings from being that professional athlete and now being able to be a CEO and lead a company, an innovative company, a growing company in a space that is on the fringe. Congratulations for what you have accomplished. It's a pretty remarkable feat. And we look forward to discussing this industry and this space and your brand, hopefully on future programs, but also just in the future in general. Good luck to you, Chris.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. It was a pleasure being with y'all.
1: And if you want to keep buzzing with us, come on over to our website at buzzbeauty.com. This has been Beauty Is Your Business. Produced by Mouth Media Network. Copyright 2021. Keep in touch on Instagram and Facebook at Mouth Media Network. And find prior episodes at beautyisyourbusiness.com and wherever the best podcasts are found. Your brand message can be on this show. Email us to find out more at podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. Thank you for listening.